0: Well, the simple part that most people don't understand is that every thought we think and every word we speak is creating our future, but most people don't get it. They don't understand it. They've never heard it before, and they think it's ridiculous.
1: The views expressed on the following broadcasts do not necessarily reflect those of KHLT,
0: host, Tony, Bruce, and the Monty Man. That's
2: right, and welcome, 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 everybody to the great reality here at uh, Take 12 Recovery Radio. This is the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show, uh, broadcasting to you and for you from the beautiful outskirts of wonderful downtown Albany, Oregon, in the KHLT Recovery Broadcasting Studios. Tony is here, Bruce is here. Hey, hey. Christy the Cat is here. Nala is here. And uh, Tony is not only here, but she's back.
1: Yes, I'm back. Yeah,
2: so you were up in Washington State. Yes. Washington State. I
1: watched my cub graduate.
2: Your cub. Yes. She watched, that's what she calls her, her her, kid.
1: I'm her lioness of a mother.
2: Lioness of a mother. It was
1: the most proudest moment of my life.
2: Wow. Yes. Isn't that cool?
1: Proud of that girl.
2: Yeah, and, and everybody got along? and.
1: Yeah, it was great. It, it You know, I went up with... Some not, I guess not. Well, okay, maybe expectations, but along the some way, some hopeful I gave them, thoughts
2: that yeah. things would be good, right?
1: But yeah, and it—I didn't even. Nobody tried. Everybody was just who they were. We all meshed. It was amazing. Because in the we're,
2: past, it hasn't always been that comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's been really had to been pieced together, but right? It was an amazing, 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 amazing weekend. I almost didn't come home. So let <laughs> me ask. Let me ask you this: hmm.
2: Did they change, or did you change?
1: I think we both did. Because changing and thinking has to go on both sides. It's right, like I right. can't have always worry about what they're going to think and continue just work on me, and they just have to do their own thing. And so,
2: you know, what happens when the other person never does change, but you're changing the way you think?
1: I just have to keep working on me. That's it. There's yeah. Nothing so you, I can we see do. things differently mm-hmm. when,
2: when we change the way we think, right?
1: And don't get me wrong; there were a couple uncomfortable moments, like two or three, but I was yeah. just like. Went through them. <laughs> they roll off. They roll off your back. Yeah, like, it gets easier every every time I go up there. Yeah. But this was, it it, it it was just God's work. That's all I can say. It was just amazing. I I, I I'm still like trying blown to, away. Yeah,
2: yeah. So here's the really cool thing about um, changing the way we think. Mm-hmm. Even if the person, other people, or persons don't, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When our thinking changes, we see them differently.
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Even when they're still a horse's butt, we see them differently. We're
3: able to adjust like we've never been able to before. Right.
1: And and I wasn't scared this time either. I mean, I was a tad worried, but usually I'm terrified. Right. So I think that helped a lot with me just being.
2: So God gave you a calm.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I had to drive by myself beforehand to like process. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, and it's a region. long drive. <laughs> yes. Now, what part of Washington? Uh, the
1: puyallup area So it's like 190 something miles from here. So,
2: so it, is it is it before Seattle or after?
1: It, it's kind of like in between, but to the east a little oh, bit. Oh, oh, okay. So the, the Tacoma, puyallup right. uh, Ever, Edgewood area, Kirkland.
2: No, no, Kirkland's up further, right?
1: No, Kirkland's more east. This is still is western Washington, east. just to the east. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so like right. right off 512. So
2: I cannot believe the traffic up there.
1: Oh, I did not miss that, and I ran into it many times.
2: It is bizarre.
1: And I don't even recognize anything up there anymore. I got lost in my own home down. outside sad is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like where did that come from what the heck is that oh my god
2: bruce how are you hi bruce <laughs> <laughs> bruce is here today i i want a little
3: bit of her uh get up and go
2: G- giddy yeah. up you want a little bit my get up giddy. and
3: goes and got up and went <laughs> but she is like a rocket and if you lit her up right now she would just take Oof. off right to the, the roof and Hey, I'm telling you, you ought to see her.
1: I know. It's been a long time since I've been this happy. Yeah. Yeah,
3: well, that's good. That's Naturally,
1: good. this happy, too, at that. <clears throat> I did not have one where you was. Well,
3: it's kind of Because It is I, catching. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of uplifted just yeah. seeing her, you know,
1: Aww. happy you
3: like that. So it's it's catchy, catchy. So does that have
2: anything to do with our thinking? It may have something to do with it our thinking. It may have something mm-hmm. to yes, do with yes, our thinking. Which I brings I us know. to the topic for this week. The title of the show is My Thinker's Broke. <laughs> my Thinker's Broke. Um, and, and uh, you know, we're going to be talking about uh, changing the way we think. That little sound clip at the beginning, I have no uh, no idea who that was. It sounded
1: like the person who did Wonder Woman.
2: Yeah. No, I don't know who. You no, know, it's some psychologist or something. Oh. Anyway, but I, <laughs> I liked what she said. And then, mm-hmm. so I just, you know, stole it off the internet. <laughs> it sounded like. Borrowed it. Sounded like my son. Did what? it? Because mm-hmm. your son's a psychologist or something, right? My son's right? a psychologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so here I'm going to give give the listeners a little teaser here. All right, so because we're a faith based recovery radio show, all right, I'm going to say this without apology. Oh. We believe that we have been that that God spoke the world into existence by His Word. We believe that He spoke us into existence.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if we are indeed created in the image of God, is it not true that possibly we could speak our world into existence? Now, don't get me, don't get this confused with the prosperity preaching message. You know, I think I have a Cadillac. I think I have a Cadillac. I have a Cadillac. (laughs) You know, I guess today would be Lamborghini. That's not what I'm talking about. But I think many times with what comes out of our mouth, which comes from what we think, or oh, our heart, mm-hmm. sometimes we speak our own world into existence. Like, I'm just worthless. There I did it again. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a loser. You know, I'll never be like my brother. You know, these, these kinds of mindsets yeah. that we have. You know, um, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. <laughs> Not recognizing alcoholism, but saying it as a doom and gloom thing, like yeah. it's just this curse upon us, you know. Uh, you know, man, if I can't get to a meeting, I'm going to drink because I'm such an alcoholic. You know, I, I mean, come on.
1: A prisoner in your own mind.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. sometimes what comes out of our mouth, mm-hmm. we kind of create the world around us, mm-hmm. you know. And so we're going to be talking about that and what we can do about that, what we can't do about that, because I think sometimes we think, we think... We can do more about certain things than we can. We forget who's behind it all, um, and I think sometimes the way we think, we don't think we can do anything. Yeah, and so we just rest on our laurels and hope somebody else will save us. Save us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dirty mouth, potty mouth. is another one that yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, people...
1: I'm still working on that. We one. did a whole <laughs> we did a
2: whole series on God and the potty mouth.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, we may do that again. Boy, that raised some eyebrows. Uh, I'll I'll
1: admit that I do have, I'm still working on that. Yeah, but
3: I'm saying it in the way it fits into this. Mm -hmm. We create our own world.
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
3: Yeah. You know, with this potty mouth. Why are we doing this? Why do we have to use
2: language like that? Right. You're right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh so anyway that there that is there. Um it's been a it's been a crazy couple of weeks for the Monty man uh with graduation mm-hmm. and college stuff. Uh and uh, my son uh received the um John Philip Sousa award, which is um, the highest highest music award that a high school student can get. Oh, Colin did? Yeah, they only right get they on. only get about one uh, a year. Nice. Um you know, per per high school. And they work very, very hard all the way from middle school or junior high mm. up through high school to get that. And out of all the band students and so forth, you know, if you get it, it's it goes into a national registry. Nice. And uh, so he got that and we were very, very proud of him for that. And uh, boy, what a busy kid. He, he just got back from Disneyland. Oh, right. um, he, um, His girlfriend and, and two buddies drove down there. And of course, Colin... You know, Mr. Control Freak, he drove most of the way, (laughs) minus maybe two hours. (laughs) They made it down there at about 9.30, left at uh, 5 in the morning, made it down there at 9.30 in Anaheim, uh, got their hotel and the whole nine yards, and did the whole Disneyland thing. And so I, I had a couple of people ask me, you let your son drive to Disneyland, LA, with his girlfriend? Oh, Lord. And I said, yeah, actually we did. And I didn't even flinch once. Um, we trust God, mm-hmm. and uh I don't it's not about trusting Colin so much, it's about trusting God, yeah, but these two young people have an amazing amount of integrity, mm-hmm. and we pray over them, and they were with other people, and uh have no problem with it at all exactly and so there's there's that some people would disagree, but oh well, uh they got back safe, and now uh in another week, he goes off to Romania. Oh, for, for his mission for his mission trip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's that's exciting, and and um, man, he raised all that money himself. And oh, did he really? Yeah, twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Nice. Is he taking his girlfriend there? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're You're driving. So like, okay. no. <laughs> no, but they're not. <laughs> they're driving. They're, they're going with this. There's a there's a whole youth contingent of of people, uh-huh. um, from several churches, and they're going as a, as a contingent. And so they've had to prepare for this thing for quite a while. You know, um, youth pastors have been, they've, they've had to learn about Romania. Mm. They've had to understand the money exchange. Um, some of the things you do and do not do. When yeah. you go to a foreign country, you do not brag about your country. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Not. Oh, I'm sure. It's not you're... polite. But there's all sorts of things that you, you have to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh one thing was good news is there's no required immuniza- immunizations for Romania. Hmm. When I went to Japan when I was sixteen, man, I had to get all sorts of shots and but not from Romania. So that's that's good. But anyway, so when he gets back from Romania, then he goes off to college to start his his uh masters career and then PhD, hopefully, in music education. So man, that's just been busy. So busy, we're gonna busy, be empty busy. nesters. Busy. That's the flashing light. Says the phone's ringing. Ignore <laughs> that. Um, empty nesters. I, you know what? I don't know if I'm in denial about that or what. I guess it hasn't hit me yet.
1: You're still in shock. <sighs> I know. I haven't. It hasn't even like. Yeah. I haven't even embraced Kylie not going back to high school yet. You know. You can't protect your cub from the world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let your cubs grow up, and it's like I'm no. saying,
3: "Hooray, hooray." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, toss
2: them out let them fly. Oh, Lordy.
1: (laughs) That's what my dad would say.
2: (laughs) In the uh, backyard lawn still isn't Um, (laughs) mowed. We we have something in the works, so, you know, we'll keep you up to date on that. All right, so, listen, uh, we're going to hear from our sponsor, come back, and do a little Take 12 trivia, so don't, don't go away. We'll be right back. Serene Scene Magazine is published for individuals who are seeking knowledge, support, and hope. Addiction is a systemic problem, and the content of Serene Scene reflects the complexity of putting addiction into remission with special attention given to the loved ones of the addict. And now, here's Andrew Martin, Editor-in-Chief for Serene Scene. I'm Andrew Martin, creator of Serene Scene Magazine. The whole purpose of Serene Scene Magazine is to help people help themselves to a long-term quality lifestyle of recovery. Please have a look at some of the technological features that it has, the audio files and the video files that are incorporated into the
3: publication as well. I hope you have fun with it, and I hope there's something there for you.
2: Serene Scene, a magazine for long-term healthy lifestyles of recovery visit www.serenescenemagazine.com and subscribe today.
0: And now...
3: Yes? It's the Quiz of the Week! That's right, everybody. It's Mm -hmm. time for Take 12 (laughs) Radio's Quiz of the Week. That's right. Sponsored by that recovery magazine, the 12-Step Gazette. Gazette. Visit their website
0: at 12stepgazette.com. Uh-huh. Now, here's the Monty
2: (laughs) 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 Man. Oh, Christy the Cat, by the way. Christy the Cat took a little visit to the vet uh, last week. Something bit her right rear... Paul, i'm sorry yeah and she got hurt is that what happened you she found got, out she, yeah she got bit yeah Aww. she got bit and and by something that was bigger you than a bitter? cat yeah bitter. <laughs> <laughs> but she's resting comfortably over there yes, on is. the on the chair in the office area of the studio uh, <clears throat> so i don't know human just... bites the most infectious thing i know of said i bit her good yeah you got to stop biting the cat man all right <laughs> <laughs> So uh, people have asked on occasion, how's Christy? How's Nala? Well, Nala, the studio dog, and Christy, the studio cat. Nala's sitting here. Is Nala sitting there? Yeah, Nala's right N- by N- me. Nala's right there, too. All right, so uh, take 12 trivia, absolutely useless trivia this week. Uh, totally unrela- Each one is totally unrelated to the other. Um, if you get it right, there you go. And if you get it wrong... There you go. Did you right. say useless trivia? Yeah, useless trivia. Oh, I'm good with useless cr- stuff. Okay. Here- <laughs> <laughs> no, we're damn yeah, I, I wish this was TV. Uh, <laughs> so
3: you could see how she. <laughs> oh, she was be- on fire. Yeah,
2: fire. All
3: well, righty. Okay, I'm question number one. I'm following. <laughs> I'm following Tony.
2: <laughs> question number one. All right, uh, question number one. San Luis Obispo, California, very beautiful place, uh, is the home of Bubblegum Alley. All right, so here is your question and your three choices. What is Bubblegum Alley? Uh, A, an alley with brick walls covered with already been chewed gum wads. B, the place where bubblegum was invented. Or C, the home of the largest collection of bubblegum machines.
1: Okay, I know Seattle has one, and it's a, like a bubblegum wall type thing, but I don't know if they call it Bubblegum Alley, but the, Kylie did say it was in a weird place, so I'll go with A.
2: A, an alley with brick walls covered with already been chewed gum? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Bruce, what do you think? think none of them. You don't think it's any of them? Ooh, D, none mm. of the above. Indifferent, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bruce. Tony is correct. Woo! It is an alley with brick walls covered with ABC gum. Already been chewed.
1: One of get, her senior pictures get has that. Out of here.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Actually, I have it in the car. I'll show you. It's nasty. It's nasty, it nasty, but it's cute.
2: <laughs> Little kids go around licking it. Ew. <laughs> oh, That's <stop>. nasty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, uh, see, I thought it
3: was talking about race cars.
1: <clears throat> what? What? Mm hmm. Bubblegum?
2: Yeah. I don't understand. Bubblegum alley. Alley? Mm-hmm. Gum. Oh, an alley like a race car alley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, okay. All right. I'm lost. All right. Okay. Number 2. But I didn't
3: I didn't want to say that.
2: See. <laughs> and because I understand Because of why.
3: Tony's answer, I should have followed Tony. <laughs> oh,
1: no. Oh, yeah.
2: Well.
3: Okay, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: That's okay. All right. Number number 2. In the late 1920s, oh lord. Who arranged 200 golf golf balls in neat rows in the hollow of a fallen tree at a public golf course in Winnipeg, Canada? What? Who arranged 200 golf balls in neat rows in the hollow of a tree? Here you go. Here's your choice. A gopher, B, an angry golfer who was playing a trick on his teammates, or C, a young boy playing with his friends. See, I guess. Young boy playing with his friends. We'd say Bruce. I'll go with the golfer. The golfer? Well, you would both be incorrect. <laughs> Is actually it was a gopher. Uh, in the mistaken belief that they were eggs and would make appetizing wintertime eating. Oh. We
3: We knew that. Yeah, we, yeah, knew, we knew that. that. <laughs> yeah. We, didn't, we, just we didn't want to say yeah. it. We said let's
2: pick the two that
3: exactly. doesn't win.
2: It
1: was we have the mm-hmm. ESPN going on
2: now. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, now we'll see how how well you know your money. Uh,
1: oh, I know money.
2: Okay. How many grooves are there in the edge of a quarter? Here's your choices. 35, 56, or 119. 119. 119. You both are correct. 119. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know our quarters. Was that just a lucky guess or No, we
3: know our money. You know your uh, money. money. <laughs>
2: All right, and here's your bonus. What did the Apollo 8 astronauts use to fasten down tools during weightlessness? On their 1968 moon-orbiting voyage. Quarters. (laughs) That's not one of the choices. Mm -hmm. Silly putty, chewing gum, or duct tape?
1: You fix anything with duct tape.
2: Duct tape. Duct (laughs) tape. Sorry, guys. What?
1: Don't say chewing gum.
2: No, it was silly putty. Really? Yeah. I missed missed every single one. Congratulations, Bruce.
1: Gosh. You didn't even try that, time.
3: That, that, I mean, isn't that just a little ridiculous?
1: <laughs> I think chewing gum would have held better than silly buddy.
2: Gosh. Tick 12 trivia is just a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> and that brings us to another conclusion of the wonderful uh, radio game show that Bruce just loves. The 12 Recovery Trivia. All right. <clears throat> we'll be back right after this.
0: Free by the Sea is a drug and alcohol recovery center located in beautiful Ocean Park, Washington. This facility is amazingly gorgeous, but what's even more amazing is the integrity of the staff and the treatment provided for those wishing to recover from narcotic and alcohol addiction. The folks at Free by the Sea have a passion for presenting the solution to addiction for you or your loved one. To speak with an admissions specialist, visit FreeByTheSea.com or call toll-free 800-272-9199. This place is simply amazing.
2: Think. Think, 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 think. Who is that? That's Aretha. I was
1: going to say that. I know that voice.
2: Yeah. Aretha Franklin, yeah. yeah, That's my girl. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, in amongst some of the sayings on the walls in 12-step fellowships, particularly the mothership, Alcoholics Anonymous, uh, you will see, and I've got them in the studio, as a matter of fact, uh, in order, uh, Live and Let Live, Easy does it, but for the grace of God, think, 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 over and top. right over there. Oh. And what's the last one there, Tony? See it on top?
1: Trust. I don't
2: I, I know. No, the- get, get up reading it. You can read it. Hold on. It'll, it'll make you think. It says. Oh, okay. I made her work. Yeah. <laughs> first things first. First things first. Okay. That's a good one. Um, and so anyway, it, it's it's a clever little thing. Now read the first word of each one, Tony. In order, the first word of each one. First word would be live.
1: Live. Easy. Hold on. But I can't see that. Part. Live
2: easy, but think first, is what it says. So that's kind of cute.
1: That's actually very true.
2: Okay, did you notice something strange about how they're placed on the wall?
1: Alphabetical order? No. Mm. They're above the steps in the tradition?
2: No, no, no.
1: Oh, I wasn't prepared for this Do you
2: you notice something strange about how they're placed on the wall, Bruce?
3: They're all placed together.
2: Yeah, but one is very different than all the others. Oh, one's red. no. (laughs) One I can't believe you guys are missing this. One is upside down.
0: Oh, I was
1: wondering why that was. One that. is
2: upside down. Okay, the think 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 one is the I one can, that's upside I down. I can't see the upside down one. Yeah, where, do. from where you are. No. One is upside down. Okay, and so many people already know this, but for the sake of those who don't know about about why that's upside down, uh, is, is many of these platitudes that we've used don't even come from Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, some of these actually come from Al-Anon. Mm-hmm. Um, the think, think, think one certainly does not um, because our thinker was broke. Mm. All right? And so if you're out there running amuck and you think you're going to think yourself sober or think yourself clean, you got another thing coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried that. How about you? Uh, uh, you know, plenty of times. I'll just, you know, and the big book talks about we tried different methods like switching uh, brands, you know, only drinking on weekends, yeah, uh, you know, all that stuff. Hard right?
1: alcohol, to wine. Yeah, and- yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: we try to think think, or reason in into it. And I'm telling you that if you're an alcoholic or a drug addict like me, that thinking yourself that way isn't going to work. So this was cute and everything. Mm-hmm. But the think, think, thing, the story goes, and I'm, I'm probably missing it a little bit, but you'll get the idea. There was a gentleman that was working for IBM, hmm. and um, he uh, he came across that you know, they would hand out these, these slips with their paychecks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, these uh, like neat little sayings and stuff with their oh. paychecks every week, and he would hand these envelopes out, and his boss gave him one that said, think, think, think.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was a, a, a techie thing, because it, they're in these think tanks and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And so he liked it. And he took the slip, think, 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 and and he was volunteering at a inter, I think it was an inner group or something similar uh, for AA, and he started sending them out to the groups, think, 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 hmm. and it kind of caught on, and so they made a wall hanging that said think, 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 think before you drink, think, think it through, think green. You've heard those terms, yeah. <clears throat> the problem with that is if your thinker's broke. <laughs> Um, It doesn't work Mm. And therefore In many meetings across the US The think, think, think will be upside down Because it doesn't work It just doesn't And so then it's always kind of a neat little topic for discussion People go, I didn't know that Where they came from, that kind of thing So, having said that What happens When we enter into a relationship With God And he He is the one that removes our character defects we don't. Mm-hmm. And our thinker starts to heal and starts to change and we start looking at things a little differently. Yeah. Okay. Um what I have noticed amongst a lot of people, a lot of god-fearing people, a lot of people who love God with all their heart and soul, they're they're still not thinking. Right. Mm. They're still doing the negative negative self talk. There's, you know, I, I'm just a loser. I'll never measure up. I can't be like my brother or my cousin. <clears throat> you know, I used again. Oh my gosh, I'm worthless. I'll never be able to stay sober. On and on and on and on and on it goes. And these are people that many of them have recovered, and their their thinking took them right back. Yeah. So here's a little statement. There is a cause and effect relationship between how we think and how we act. If you change your thinking and may I suggest that you can't without the power of god uh if your thinking changes, you change your actions if you if you change your actions you'll change your outcomes. If you change your outcomes you'll change your life. This is so important because how you think determines everything else in your life proverbs twenty three seven says or as one thinks, so he is That is so true So it's biblical
1: mm-hmm.
2: What in the world is going on Why do people that have supposedly Had a spiritual awakening as a result Of these 12 steps They've been sober for a long time They're walking with the creator of the universe And their thinking is still Messed up Bruce, chime in Oh <laughs> Santa Bruce well, it's
3: because I think that they think they can go out and change these things themselves. Yeah, I I think that we think God needs help, and our part is to go out and fix this. Mm-hmm. You see, and work on this conduct or this, these, um, this attitude mm-hmm. or this sort of thing. When I believe that it's different, okay. Mm-hmm. What I think we're supposed to be doing is learning to enter into a relationship with him and then live out of those blessings.
2: So, I've entered into, I'm going to give you a hypothetical, I've entered into a relationship with him, with God. Let
3: me just use the the thinking part because that's what what we're talking about. Right. If I enter into this relationship, how am I doing that? And what I'm trying to do Ah. is... Change my way of thinking, so what I do it is i'm replacing what's going on in my head, this crazy insanity mm-hmm. you know this this nonsense, yeah, this repeated little squirrel, yeah, with biblical principles, right, and I'm trying to live out of with those principles out of those principles, so I'm replacing that with godly things mm. Mm-hmm. And that's changing my conduct and the way I operate in the world. Yeah. You see what I mean? And so that's what I'm trying to do. Remember that we're here to have this spiritual life and we're Mm -hmm. here to grow in that. And we're here to do his work, not ours anymore. So we have to replace our thinking, change our thinking by replacing it with biblical principles. Yeah. Or with godly principles, we'll Mm -hmm. say. If you don't like that, you know, but that's what I believe we're doing. And I believe that's how we change is to replace that. And it takes a little work on our part.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So there's got to be some form of determination. Some, some willingness to change the way we think. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So. Philippians the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 8 says finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about these things mm-hmm. and that's so true too exactly see we we
3: change it by yeah. Oh well,
1: it. I I know in like my situations as I I grow the out these you know tomorrow will be six years sober but um tomorrow tomorrow wow yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> um you know but each year I you know and I I I will say the first three and a half years I won't lie I I was telling myself I'm not you know so and so doesn't like me or you know this part of the family doesn't like me or I'll never be like my brothers and sisters. And it it, it really consumed, it consumed me personally a lot. But after I kind of just said, there's nothing I can do about it and actually believed it, then I started growing in my thinking process. So it took a very long time because I'm so like, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me, love me. And I just have to, I, I, something just clicked and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to work on me and they have to fall into place. I don't have to fall into their lives. They have to fall into mine. Now, whether it happened or not, I'll never know. If it does, it does. I'll welcome them. If, if not, then, you know, there's a lesson in it somewhere for me, and I'll learn it along the way.
0: And you I think about
3: just that, go Bruce. from there. Uh, I'm wondering if that isn't the process that what we do is we, we're doing our will. Mm. We're doing... <laughs> secular things
1: well to a point but i had to realize that i can't be god i have to let god do work for me you know and i really so you're depending on
2: him to change the way you're thinking well
1: i guess giving it up is what i should have said let me rephrase that oh okay i was trying to run the show, and i wasn't letting god do his work and when i finally let that happen is when i finally let those thoughts go and it became easier to grow in sobriety these last two yeah, and a half well,
3: years. Well, I love that because what you're saying now is that the circumstances didn't change, but my thinking changed. Your thinking changed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so that that is that is I think that's wonderful that yeah. that become more important than the circumstances that you were in.
1: Yeah, and I think it took me longer because I'm stubborn. You know, I want things and I want them now. And I'm sure every alcoholic addict in recovery thinks that way. But I just, I just, I so wanted those relationships. And it took me forever to just be like, here, God, mm. I know I can't do anything.
2: Isn't it interesting, the the tighter we hold on to something, the, the more we're apt to lose it.
1: Yeah, and it made it worse.
2: Yeah. But
3: uh, I just want to be clear on one thing because I, I love this topic.
2: We're not saying let go and let God, are we?
1: Not necessarily, no.
2: Okay. You mean you mean in the context of I'm just going to let God take care of it. I'm going to sit on my rear end. Exactly. Right.
1: Yeah. No. I just I, I have to just work on me, and then you know let God do His work while I do my work on myself. You know. So
2: as He directs so you, you 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 act.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank
2: you guys, because sometimes so, I have a hard time saying the So there is no,
3: no no that. I think you did a good job. I just wanted to be clear.
2: Yeah. There is a huge difference between happiness and serenity.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: here it is happiness is based on our happenings Mm -hmm. going on around us. And if that works out, if our happenings are going well and our mindsets matching up with that, well, wonderful. But more times than not in life, the things that are going on around us, right, want to poke holes. In our happiness, because we're basing the way we feel on our circumstances. Exactly. Serenity, however, and I'm not talking about Uh serenity that the 12-step program Mm -hmm. boasts about. I'm talking about true, inner, serene peace. The peace that only God can give. You can have, I can have, regardless of my circumstances. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm not particularly happy. So, somebody can look at me and say, You don't look too happy. I said, No, but you know what? I can lay my head down on the pillow at night. Yep.
3: You wanted me to tell you a real quick story about a girl? Yeah. That she was this al-Kabab that captured her. And she was a what? African. Uh, uh, African-American? Terrorist. Oh, oh, oh uh, okay, uh, okay. al I think that's how you say it. Oh, okay. You know? Anyway, she was taken and she was held for four months and she was raped at least four times a day. You know what I mean? And and lived through that. And uh, her parents went to a brick mason, a person that had a business, and borrowed the money from him to buy her back. And they bought her back. And then 11 members of the family all became brick they made bricks they become slaves and made these bricks and they got three dollars for a thousand bricks wow okay when they put these bricks together well right in the midst of this thing this girl said she found peace peace of god
2: yeah
3: hey wow here her family are all in bondage now and they're and her and they're making these bricks, mm-hmm. and she just been through this horrific thing, but then it, right in the midst of all that, the circumstances did not change mm-hmm. like you were talking about, but peace came. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Now see, that's what we're talking about. Now watch this. If that changed for her, and she lives out of that blessing, don't you think the way she treats her attackers, the way she looks at other people? The way she looks at her family, her response to the world is going to be totally different. You oh, back. definitely, definitely. See, that's, that's what I think we're doing about changing our minds,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: is learning to get into that sort of relationship and let his principles be the ones that we look at and we, we start to trust in that's in our head instead of what we're thinking we ought to stop listening to ourselves and start preaching to ourselves.
2: Yeah, yeah you know that what's happens. coming out of our mouth needs to change.
3: Well, we have to stop that. What's going on? What we hear up here, and then start telling ourselves what? It, what I mean by preaching to ourselves mm-hmm. is the verses that we know from the Bible. Talk to ourselves about those, and don't listen to what's going on there. Don't listen to yourself anymore. Talk to yourself about. Other principles,
1: principles of God. Well, let me throw a Ratchet into that one for a minute. Okay. Ratchet. Yeah, yeah, Ratchet. And not a bad one, not a bad one. You know, there are sometimes too where it's like, you know, everybody here is, you know, the norm is here, we have to work on ourselves, not think, you know, first thought, bad thought, blah, blah, blah. But when, where's the fine line to where we have to say something like, okay, yeah, that's how I have to live, but I can't allow you to do this? I have to put a stand on certain things in my little world. Oh, a-
2: absolutely, absolutely. If if you're being abused, well, not you, abused. If, 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 well, well, let me finish. If somebody's crossing the line with yeah. you, yeah, you know, I mean, there's it, certain things, there's certain behaviors that it's okay to say. And I had to tell my mother this: mm-hmm. it is no longer all right for you to speak to me in that manner. Now, that didn't mean she was going to change it, although she did, um, but I had to make that stand with her. Yeah. Because I had never done that before, and what she was saying to me verbally and my wife Mm -hmm. was unacceptable, it was damaging and inappropriate. Now, I will tell you, though, that I had to come to the the conclusion the acceptance that even if she didn't change it, that I was okay. And here's the thing on that, too, to expand on that.
1: So when you finally do do that, or I do, I have found that at times they fall back, be like, you know, this is why we don't say this, or this is why you're in the dark about this and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, just because I stood up for myself. So that's, you know, I still have to work on myself to be able to forgive them for that, Mm -hmm. but it's just, sometimes it's hard to do the right
2: thing. Well, there's there's nothing wrong with setting healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. with people.
1: I I just I don't understand how sometimes they can be like that's why we don't say things to you or I I guess I'm asking a question in yeah. return.
3: I I I think the only way I can answer it because I think we could we could talk all day about this and huge mm-hmm. topics is I find it much easier to deal with people on a spiritual level than I do yeah. on a secular level. If I'm living out of that spiritual life, mm-hmm. if I'm actually trying to practice these things, mm-hmm. I'm not just uh, saying them, I'm trying to live them.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that
3: way, and I think things start to fall into place. Now, I'm not saying that I always get a good reaction. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. You know what I mean? But what you're talking about is, uh, I think it's on a very personal level. Yeah. Sure. Well, and it's you probably
1: know. a little off the, the the subject, and I apologize about no, that. No, 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 no. It's not it, off the subject, okay. it,
3: but I I think it's the only answer I could give is that I think it's on a very personal level, and for me, what it tells me is that I have to work harder on this spiritual life. Yeah. Because that's the only way I know to get, of changing mm-hmm. or being able to adjust my I attitude. Adjust, yeah. Uh, and live in this world i love this world but i'm not part of it
1: yeah yeah and that's eventually what i've been trying to do slowly not respond and just pray about it so i just it's upside down and backwards it is sometimes Uh, it it really is it
3: it goes against everything that uh our body and our flesh wants Mm -hmm. to do uh and our minds and that's why it's so important to uh, learn to trust him and live by his his way of life. Yeah. Remember, we we're looking for his will and the power to carry that right. out. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. And I'm not perfect whatsoever. I I I have flaws and I still skip. But, it, but...
3: Oh, it's a good question. Thank you. Wonderful question. Yeah. I just it, didn't. It's yeah. It just some...
1: it seemed appropriate because I've wanted to ask that for a very long you time. Bet. So I just thought so. I, I'm sorry. I no, no, no. 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 No.
3: Never Don't be sorry. On. You okay. just sparked the program. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: um. So, you know, I can sit cross-legged on the floor in the, what do they call that, the lotus position or whatever, all day long, mm-hmm. you know, and and think that my poor kitty who that got bit, that her leg is going to heal just because I'm thinking it. Yeah. You know, but unless I pick her up and take her to the vet and do the responsible thing, she's not going to heal. Absolutely. Now am I still dependent on God for a healing? You bet. I prayed for her. I prayed mm-hmm. over her. You know, I'm I am depending on God. Yeah. Um but you know, you're sitting in the car and you want to get somewhere, you gotta start the engine, dude. Get into mm-hmm. action. You gotta put your foot on the pedal. Mm-hmm. You know. Um so we do have a lot of people that do, you know, uh uh you know, this thing where they just, you know, let go and let God and then they sit back, wait for lightning to happen. <laughs> yeah. It ain't gonna and, happen. And, and I say we do play a part. Yes. But it's The part is living out of it, not for it. Not for it, right? Exactly, right. I'm living out of it, not for it. Now, this brings us to this: the spiritual condition that we have, that we think our 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 thinking gets really messed up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Uh, okay. (laughs) Upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is from uh, one of my favorite authors, Mr. Oswald Chambers, and listen to what he says: a pitiful, sickly, and self-centered kind of prayer and a determined effort and selfish desire to be right with God are never found in the New Testament. Let me say that again. A pitiful, sickly, and self-centered kind of prayer and a determined effort and selfish desire to be right with God are never found in the New Testament. The fact that I am trying to be right with God is actually a sign that I am rebelling against the atonement by the cross of Christ. That's right. Mm. So I'm thinking that I need to straighten up. yeah. And that because I am unable to straighten up, I'm thinking a little harder. Maybe I'll change this. Maybe I'll go to another church. Maybe I'll go more often. Maybe I'll read my Bible at 5 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. Maybe I'll just start reading, and I have never read. You know, whatever. But I am going to make myself right with God. The fact that I'm trying to be right with God is actually a sign that I'm rebelling against the atonement by the cross of Christ. I pray, Lord... I will purify my heart if you will answer my prayer. Mm. I will walk rightly before you if mm. you will help me. Mm. But I cannot make myself right with God. I cannot make my life perfect. I can only be right with God if I accept the atonement of the Lord Jesus Christ as an absolute gift.
3: See, that's, that's absolutely right. That's one of the things that, where if you do the steps the way they're given in the book is opened up to you yeah our real problem is this now listen to what i'm saying here is we don't know how to receive the gift right see we want to do something for it we think that we play a part that if and when we do that and we fail all we can do is work harder the next time amen you see what what i'm saying but this teaches you to open up and receive the gift.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: See, that, that God has already given to us. When you start to
2: do that, then you the change starts to happen from the inside out. Now listen to this. Am I humble enough to accept it, the gift? I have to surrender all my rights and demands, and check this out, and cease from every self-effort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I hate to say the Disney phrase, but let it go, baby. <laughs> I must leave myself completely alone in his hands. It's almost—it's almost a picture of looking at myself and stepping out of the picture. And I that's le-
1: exactly what it is. I
2: completely alone in his hands, and then I can begin to pour my life out in the priestly work of intercession. Uh, intercession. Mm. Then I can do that, but I've got to leave myself in his hands mm-hmm. before yeah. I can do anything.
3: Remember, he, he <coughs> resists the prideful and raises the humble.
2: That's right. See? And then he, then he says this in his last paragraph. There is a great deal of prayer that comes from actual disbelief in the atonement. Jesus is not just beginning to save us. He has already saved us completely. It is an ac- uh, an accomplished fact. And it is an insult to him for us to ask him to do what he has already done. Exactly. Do
3: you remember the startlement that I went through? And I was just crazy for about a month when I realized that I was asking God to come join me in my little plans. <laughs> right, right. Lord, I'm praying today. <laughs> I'm saying, okay, trying I'm to going make a there. deal with I'm, God. I'm going to Frank's yep. place. And I'm going to be, go over there and I'm going to teach him, please be with me. You see, mm-hmm. nice little prayer. Mm-hmm. But what I do is I'm asking God to join me in my plans.
2: I didn't once think about what God's <laughs> plan was. You didn't once ask God to guide you in your direction for the day. No. You already made your plan. And, and went. so you're thinking it was backwards. And when I realized that that was happening, that I was still doing
3: that, but yep. just in a different form. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Right here, I'm a believer, and I'm teaching people, and all this other <laughs> stuff, and I and I
2: can't even pray properly.
1: But you're also human too.
2: Yeah, but it was just it was startling. To uh, yeah. Me. I mean,
1: oh my yeah. goodness. Well, and then but, we
2: then we do the human thing. We think we think uh-huh. in order to be humble, we have to beat ourselves up. Otherwise, it's not. See, being I do that. Yeah. I do that all the yeah.
1: time. I do that all yeah. the time. And then there's the third. Where like I just saw this because I see people do it all the time. They think they just do that what you just read once, and then their life skip be just wah.
3: But you know what I yeah. seen for yeah, the first time in my life? I started to see that was opportunities here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an opportunity to grow closer to him and and to have him direct my thinking, mm-hmm. and that hit that he could help me with my prayer life.
2: True. So, so, amazing. so, mm-hmm. what I hear you say is that if our thinker is broke and we don't have the ability to fix it, if we're not depending on God, then we're just going to walk around with a broken thinker for the rest of our lives and be a mess. Yeah, we can't think our way out of it. No, it's broke. <laughs> right. So we're trying That's to zero. use the problem to solve with, the problem. With the problem, problem. I, know, I love that. Zero. My thinker's broke, so yep. I think I'll do better. <laughs> Yeah. Oh Lord. I, I love the thing about the, uh, the the you know alcoholism. It actually says this in the book too, and I'm not sure that I really agree with this. Um, that it, it's a self-diagnosed thing. If I'm that sick, what business do I have diagnosing myself? Mm. If my thinker's that broke. <laughs> There's a
1: whole new program. That, you a betcha. Sword. That's a double-edged sword.
2: How can I make a determination if I'm truly alcoholic or not? If my thinker is well, yeah, that because? And, and
1: I guarantee you have the listeners right now being like, "Wait, but it says in the book we can't diagnose them either." So that you're, I think you're going to have right. some But on you're that
3: broke one. inside.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
3: You see what yeah. I mean? And they want you to look at your circumstances. Mm-hmm. See, that's what it's turned into. Right. And you're going to say you're an alcoholic because you go to jail. You're an alcoholic because. You got three Yeah, you, get, you got right. three DUIs. See, that doesn't make you an that alcoholic. That doesn't make you
2: an alcoholic. Mm-mm. And that thinking process is is rampant through treatment. Yeah. They give you an assessment form. Have you ever lost a job due to oh your God, drinking? I hated my is assessment. Your family ever mad at you due to your drinking? Uh, you ever get a DUI due to your drinking? Well, anybody can get those things due to their drinking and not be alcoholic.
3: Yeah. They're good indicators. Yes. But that's all they are.
2: Right.
1: Well, and yeah, because that's so true, because I hear people in meetings too be like, I didn't get those, but those are my yets. because that's, I honestly think that's true, you know. Those things it, can it, still happen. You, th- it be, can you, still happen, yeah. Bet. But it's not no, the diagnosis
2: for did. alcoholism. But yeah, what about no, if you exactly. don't even
3: know what the disease of alcoholism is about? I didn't about? when
1: I first got assessed, yeah. and I hated that stupid page. <laughs> it's like 5,000 questions long. It's just like, shut up. Let's just go about our day. But then once you start growing and learning, it's like, oh, crap. So and I'm, now I'm proud to say I'm an alcoholic. I am.
2: So I'm sitting in the nurse practitioner's office talking mm-hmm. about my depression. I'm sober six months. And this is what she says to me. I want you to read this and I want you to tell me what you think about it. Now, this lady was really good. Mm-hmm. She knew what she was doing. She wanted me to hear what I was saying, I was thinking about it and, and, and hear how, how crazy it was. Ooh. Okay, turn to Paige, sitting in an office with a counselor, right? A couple of years later, you've got to change your thinking. How do I do that? Well, that's between you and God. You're just going to have to do it. <laughs> no instruction, mm-hmm. no guidance, just do it. And unfortunately, that's what I hear in meetings a lot, is Mm -hmm. just do it. Fake it till you make it. Act as if. And I'm like, nobody's giving me any guidance. Nobody's directing me or any of that. Exactly. You know, and and, I mean, heaven forbid anybody come up to me and say, you you know, uh, do you have a sponsor or anything like that? We stopped making the approach years Mm -hmm. ago. We're supposed to make the approach, those of us who have done this thing. Um, And so I'm sitting there, left to my own devices, Trying to think myself into sobriety when my thinker's broke, and I need help. Yeah, you know. And if your thinker's broke, this kind of goes to the zero plus zero thing, Bruce. If your thinker's broke and my thinker's broke, we both got broken thinkers. <laughs> we need help. Mm-hmm. And so you you go to church,
3: and you're and you're sitting in the pews, mm-hmm. you know, and this sort of stuff is going on. And then they're wondering why the, the church is failing us. And I do believe it's right. the word of God that transforms our lives. Yeah. You know, I I, I believe that. It, I don't want to get into that. That's a whole other. <laughs> it, it is.
1: A, yeah, a, a whole a, other. A, no, you're right.
3: But, Bonnie, if we, the knowledge is a great thing, but it's what we do with it. Yeah. Sure. That's wrong. Take it to God Mm. when you find out who you are and your inability to conquer it take it to God and that's what this thing is all about it's about looking at this symptom we call alcoholism to see our brokenness for we can go to him with a contrite heart yeah and if you're broken and you see that you need him to fix it you're going to go to him with a whole different attitude. Yeah. And it will be... change
2: your thinking. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. You want to do it. It'll change your thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It'll transform you. And you'll stop saying, I did this. Look at me. Right.
1: Yeah. I stopped saying that long Or my sponsor. Well, you my... Because it's you <laughs> your sponsor
2: all the credit and all that kind of stuff. You yeah. Know? My yeah. sponsor. I love my sponsor. And,
3: and, it, and uh, I owe a gratitude I never be will be able to pay. Yeah. But- it's God that did this for me. See, right.
1: my sponsor even says that when I try to thank her, she's like, No, it was God's work. I'm like, Oh, okay. You bet. And then you I bet. keep trying to tell her, but you helped. She's like, It's still God's work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took me like a good two years two years of her telling me that I'm like, Okay, good. Okay, it's God's work. <laughs> thank you for God's work is what I say now sometimes.
3: <laughs> but you you see you see where I'm coming from with yeah. that's all this Yes, thing. I
2: do. Yes I do. hmm So our closing song for this week. Closing already? Really? Yeah. Wow. Really speaks to this. Um, You know, sometimes you just need to look at things differently. Mm. Start there. All right. This is a song by uh, Karen Taylor Good. And uh, just imagine walking up to some poor guy who's having a horrible fishing day. He's been trying to fish. And all he does is say, I just, I just, you know, I'm just not catching anything. And, you know, I I don't. I don't have a basket big enough to put the fish in, and so forth and so on. It's just a terrible day. <laughs> all right, me, all right. <laughs> well, listen to the words to this. This is a song by her entitled "We'll Get a Bigger Pan." Check it out.
0: I was standing by this fisherman. Out there on the bridge He bagged small one after small one Put him in his little fridge Well then he caught himself a whopper And I watched him throw it back I couldn't help but ask him Hey man, why'd you do that? He pulled out this little skillet And said, see, it wouldn't fit It was none of my business But I couldn't help it with He'd get a bigger pan Get a bigger when you got big dreams for heaven's sake Don't throw those dreams back in the lake It's not that you can't have it all You've just been dreaming way too small Get a bigger pan Get a bigger pan I've been thinking like that fisherman More times than I can count Every time I felt unworthy I Ran myself down Big fish couldn't possibly be mine But there's another fish to fry And there's another day Next time I hook the big one I won't let him get away I'll get a bigger pair For self-esteem as well as dreams and trout, get a bigger pan. Get a bigger pan. When you got big dreams, for heaven's sake, don't throw those dreams back in the lake. It's not that you can't have it all. You've just been dreaming way too small. So get a bigger
2: So are you thinking way too small? Is your thinking limited because it's based on your own thinking? Try thinking towards God's thinking. For heaven's sakes, get a bigger pan, man. Until next time, this is the Monty Man along with Tony and Bruce. And we're wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now.
0: This has been a broadcast of Take 12 Recovery Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting.